Hi, my name is Tony Thaxton. Like anyone else, I love a great album. But I also love those strange albums that might make you wonder how and why they even exist. But I'm not here to make fun of them. I'm here to celebrate them and tell their story. This is Bizarre Albums. Today's episode, George Burns Sings from 1969. In 1976, Donna Summer's Love to Love You Baby peaked at number two on the Billboard Hot 100. Both the single and Summer's album of the same name went platinum. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame named it one of the 500 songs that shaped rock and roll. In 2006, Slant Magazine ranked it number 10 on its 100 Greatest Dance Songs list. It was released on Casablanca Records one of the most successful labels of the 1970s, particularly during the disco craze, though the label was also home to rock bands like Kiss and T-Rex. Casablanca Records was founded in 1973 by Neil Bogart. But before all of this, there was Neil Scott. She tossed and turned, but all she ever said That's a song called Bobby. It was a 1961 single by Neil Bogart under the name Neil Scott. It peaked at number 58 on the Billboard Hot 100 in July of 1961. Of the four singles he released, Bobby would be the only charting single that Neil Scott ever had. Neil Scott was born Neil Scott Bogitz. He would start going by the name Neil Bogart when he was hired by Cashbox Magazine in 1964. He was just 21 years old at the time, working as an ad salesman. By the time he was 23, he became the head A&R man for Cameo Parkway Records. While there, he even tried to release one more single as Neil Scott, but failed to have much success. When Cameo Parkway Records shut down in late 1967, Bogart was quickly hired as an executive at Buddha Records. You may remember Buddha Records' appearance on Bizarre Albums before from the 1969 album The Amazing Mets. Also in 1969, Neil Bogart was approached by a couple of agents from the William Morris Agency. Those two agents were Neil and Scott Shukat. Wait a minute. Neil Shukat? Scott Shukat? Neil. Scott. Hey, Scott! The Shukats came to Bogart with an idea that they thought would be fantastic. An album by 73-year-old comedian George Burns. I don't, I, don't, um, I don't tell jokes. I tell anecdotes and lies, but I don't tell jokes. George Burns was born Nathan Birnbaum. He adopted the stage name George Burns as a way to hide the fact that he was Jewish. He later said that he took the name George Burns from two different Major League Baseball players from the 1910s and 20s. Literally, they were both named George Burns. He first found success as part of a comedy team with his second wife, Gracie Allen. The two would star together in several short comic films in the late 1920s and early 1930s. There they are, right there. 
That's them. Oh, yeah. Say hello to everybody. Hello, everybody. That's it. Yeah, but it... I wouldn't say hello to you. Why? Yeah, well, you remember you took me home last Tuesday night? Yes. And remember you left my house about 2 o'clock? Yes. Yeah. Well, after you left my home, my brother's tie was missing. Yeah. I'm not saying you took it, but it, it looks very good on you. Oh, well, now, just a minute. It wasn't last Tuesday. It was last Wednesday. It... In the second place, I didn't take you home at 2 o'clock. I left you home at 3. In the third place, I never took your brother's tie. But here's his porn ticket for his watch. In 1934? the duo made their way to their own radio show for CBS. Initially called The Adventures of Gracie, over time, it would become The Burns and Allen Show. This one is one of my favorites. Uh, best wishes on your anniversary. When I listen to Burns and Allen, I feel very proud of my family name. Signed, Fred Allen. I like that, too. Yeah, but this one puzzles me, George. It just says, I don't feel so good. Signed, Bob Burns. <laughs> I'm confused too. I wonder what he means. The two would then move to television. The George Burns and Gracie Allen show debuted on CBS on October 12, 1950. The show would run for eight seasons. It could have gone longer. CBS wanted to renew the show. But Gracie was getting tired of performing. She would announce her retirement in February of 1958, and the two filmed their final episode in June. The George Burns Show was an attempt by George to basically do the same show with the same cast minus Gracie. It lasted only one season. Then on October 27, 1964, Gracie Allen would die of a heart attack. But George Burns would continue on. Just a few weeks after her death, ABC premiered Wendy and Me, a sitcom created by and starring Burns alongside Connie Stevens. How do you like those dances the kids do nowadays? The frug, the holly-gully, the swim, the watusi? When they dance, they, uh, they, uh, they separate. They don't even touch each other. I have a nephew who won a dancing contest in Beverly Hills, and his partner was dancing in Pasadena. That show also only lasted one season. And for the next several years, he would continue to produce other television shows and be touring nightclubs and theaters. Hey there, it's me, Tony. Along with hosting Bizarre Albums, I'm also the drummer for Don't Stop or We'll Die, a bizarre, funny, rockin' band with bizarre, funny, rockin' tunes like I Got a Perm for My Campin' Trip and Where Can a Nerd Find an Egg That's Square? I also happen to be the producer for the band's new weekly podcast, Song a Week. It's a fast, funny podcast co-hosted by Don't Stop or We'll Die songwriters Michael Cassidy and Paul Rust, where they debut a brand new song each and every week. We're talking new songs like A Flower in My Garden, featuring me on drums right here. With all songs produced by Amin Zarukian. Make sure to check out Song a Week over on Patreon at patreon.com slash don't stop or will die, featuring extra special goodies like monthly bonus episodes, downloadable tracks, and more bizarre funny rockin' gems. Or if you just want the free version... Available anywhere you download podcasts. Check out Song a Week from Don't Stop or We'll Die. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Now, I wish I could tell you how exactly it came to be that George Burns would record an album, but beyond the William Morris agents approaching Neil Bogart, I can't for sure say. He did occasionally do some singing in his act, like the time in 1964 when he appeared alongside the Lennon sisters on the ABC variety show The Hollywood Palace. In my key, please. Ain't misbehaving all by myself, ain't misbehaving, I'm happy on the shelf. No one to talk to, save my love for you. No one to talk to, save my love for you. I know for certain you're the one I love, I'm through with flirting, baby, it's you that I'm thinking of. Ain't misbehaving, saving all my love for you. Saving all my love for you. So let me tell you what I can. In 1969, George Burns sings was released on Buddha Records. Here he is with a cigar and a song, Mr. George Burns! The album begins with a short instrumental that leads directly into a Beatles cover. Here's a bit of In the Beginning into With a Little Help from My Friends. What do you do when your love is away? Does it worry you to be alone? How do you feel by the end of the day? Are you sad because you're all alone? Oh, I get by with a little help from my friend. Yes, I get high with a little help from my friend. The album was produced by Louis Merenstein. A year prior, Merenstein had been the producer for Van Morrison's Astral Weeks album, considered by many critics to be one of the greatest albums of all time. On the album's back cover, Merenstein says he was surprised when Neil Bogart came to him asking him to produce an album with George Burns. He goes on to say that George came to him with a script that he'd worked up with his writers. Merenstein said that he replied, quote, No, no, no. George, let's just do an album with you singing. You've got a wonderful vocal quality, warm feeling. Larry is a contemporary arranger-composer. I'll select the tunes, etc., etc. End quote. Burns replied claiming that he'd never finished singing a song in his life, but Merenstein told him he could do it. After recording the album's next song, Mr. Bojangles, Merenstein says that the musicians applauded him. Lightly Mr. Bojangles Mr. Bojangles Mr. Bojangles 
Burns had also told Merenstein that he'd never sung a ballad in his life. In the liner notes, Merenstein says, quote, If anyone thinks he can't sing a ballad, listen to Ain't Misbehavin'. End quote. Burns seemed to like Ain't Misbehavin' quite a bit. That was what he had performed with the Lennon sisters on that clip I played earlier. And in 1980, he released another album called George Burns in Nashville, where he did a peppier country arrangement of the song. But here's the ballad version. No one to talk with, all by myself. No one to walk with, I'm happy on the shelf, babe. Ain't misbehaving, saving all my love for you. In the quote I read earlier, Merenstein mentioned Larry. That would be the album's arranger and composer, Larry Fallon. Merenstein and Fallon had worked together on Astral Weeks. Fallon's arrangement skills are used for a few medleys on the album. How can I miss, how can I miss, when the chorus goes like this? Side 2 begins with another medley, featuring the songs It All Depends On You and You Made Me Love You. In 1977, George Burns would more or less use this same arrangement on a Season 2 episode of The Muppet Show. And here's a little bit of that Muppet Show performance. Could be beggar, could be king, could be almost any old thing. It all depends on you. find another song you oh i got it you made me love you i didn't want to do it 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 you made me want you want to do it up next is 1941 a song written by harry nelson for his 1967 album pandemonium shadow show well, in 1941, a happy father had a son. And by 1944, the father walked right out the door. And in 45, the mom and son were still alive. But who can tell in 46 if the two were to survive? Well, the years were passing quickly, but not fast enough for him. So he closed his eyes till 55, then opened them up again. And he looked around and saw a clown, and the clown seemed very gay. He said, I'd like to join that circus clown. Grizzly Bear was one of Burns' favorites. He'd even performed the song on the George Burns Show, an NBC special that aired back on June 7, 1960. Okay, Grizzly Bear, Charlie. Out in San Francisco where the weather's fair, they got a dance out there that's called the Grizzly Bear. All your other loving dancers don't compare. Kind of spoony and a little less than croony talk about the best the Teddy Roosevelt shop. They don't compare with what what San Francisco's got. Come on, honey, do, and I'll show to you the dance called the Grizzly. Hold it, hold it, hold it. That song is too great to finish. Now here's a bit of the album version. Come on, honey, do, and I'll show to you the dance called the Grizzly Bear. Cuddle close to your baby 
shoulders to the ceiling. Lordy, lordy, what a feeling. I'll come close to your lady. Close your eyes and do some napping. Something nice is gonna happen. The album's closer is The Sun Shines on My Street. The song is listed in two different ways. On the back cover, sunshines is one word, and on the label, it's two words. We could get lost together, and we could be happy, making love to the letter, and it's getting better, it's getting much better, the sunshines on my street. Burns had initially wanted to do some comedy bits between the songs, but after the songs were recorded, both he and Merenstein were so happy with the results, they decided not to include them. Merenstein's liner notes end with a P.S. It reads, After George heard the finished product, I asked if he would like to do a comedy album next time, and George replied, No, no, no. And Burns would record more music. You might remember him from my Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band soundtrack episodes singing some more Beatles. But he also did the country album I mentioned earlier, and even as late as 1992, he made an album alongside Bobby Vinton called As Time Goes By. Burns would have a bit of a career renaissance in the mid-70s after winning an Oscar for his role in The Sunshine Boys. That would lead to another successful movie, Oh God, which then spawned two sequels. In 1984, he appeared on the cover of Penthouse Magazine alongside Vanessa Williams. The cover read, Oh God, She's Nude. It's a bit of an infamous issue. It also contained the first appearance of porn actress Tracy Lords, who was actually underage at the time. Eleven years later, Tracy Lords would release an album of her own. But that is for another time. Thank you for listening to Bizarre Albums. If you like the show, please subscribe and leave a review. It helps people find the show. You can also follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Bizarre Albums, and I'm at Tony Thaxton. You can also like Bizarre Albums on Facebook and visit BizarreAlbums.com. And if you still want more Bizarre Albums in your life, sign up for weekly bonus episodes of Bizarre Singles and more at Patreon.com slash Bizarre Albums. And as always, if you know of a Bizarre Album you'd like to hear featured, please tweet the show. I'd love to hear from you. You can even email me at bizarrealbums at gmail.com. My name is Tony Thaxton, and I'll see you next time on Bizarre Albums. <laughs>